Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sex Sales Podcast, podcast where a comedian talks to a relationship therapist. If you haven't subscribed or followed us on Spotify or Apple iTunes already, please do so. We have paid subscriptions available, neilcolhacker.com slash podcasts. All money from the subscriptions goes towards charity and we can answer your questions. There's all sorts of perks available, so get on it. I've got a weekly show in Sydney. Check it out. It's very funny. It's pretty wild. It's pretty loose. I'm usually drunk by the end of it. And I also have a show on the Gold Coast, March 20th. Follow Eliza on Instagram, at Eliza Joy Wilson. Woo. And that's our introduction. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Eliza? Oh, good. I have nothing to report because I've just done nothing for two weeks, basically. So... I'm going to say I'm good, getting along. You're doing very well because you've got a, well, you've got a back issue. Yeah. So. Oh, does anyone have a back they can give me? We'll swap. Yeah, it sounds something. very painful. So. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Eliza's actually really pushing through some pain here. So be nice to her in the comments. Yeah, please. I don't want any bullshit. Nah, just kidding. It's fine. A little drama here and there. You know, like when you go through things like this, you got to take the little, the little, little moments of joy. Like mine today was you saying that you're trying to implement more veganism into your lifestyle. So you well, don't tell you them that. Have, <laughs> he's like, I've got baked gay. beans and I've got corn chips. <laughs> it's actually really it's Baby like a nice. <laughs> Baked beans and corn chips is like actually quite nice. You eat them together. Yeah, yeah. I just dip them in the in the baked beans. Do you hate the and baked like, beans? Sometimes, not always. <laughs> and then, oh my God. <laughs> and it's actually quite nice. It's very basic. It's very simple. It's very cheap. That's disgusting. Sorry. Well, no animals were harmed <laughs> in the true, true. in the making of the. Um, I don't think. Yeah, baked beans don't have any animal. I don't know. I I haven't eaten them since I was two. I looked on the can. It said suitable for vegans and oh, vegetarians. Oh, okay. Well, so. that's good. And the corn chips. Some of the corn chips were like contains milk and yes. things. But I'm like, I mean, come on. Do you do, do you do, do you go, like if it says may contain milk, do you stay may away from that? May contain? Yes, I'll have it. If it doesn't have milk in the ingredients but just says may contain, I'll eat it. But if mm. it actually has milk or whey powder in the ingredients, I won't eat it. Yeah, fair enough. Or anything. But the may contain is the funny one because a lot of foods do have that. Like yeah, may contain milk. basically it just means mean? it means that it's manufactured in, in like in a um a building that also does products that have dairy and meat in it, essentially. So or nuts. You like, if you're making corn chips, oh whoops, we spilled some milk. Yeah, we can't guarantee that we didn't spill some milk into this corn. Come on, farmers, what are you doing? Right. Anyway, <laughs> how are you? I'm good. <laughs> What's I'm goss? A, I um. I'm good. I want to talk about manipulation today. Yes, why? Because I'm pretty passionate about this right now. So uh, let me give you a bit of background. Um, I hear a lot of girls in their 20s who are talking about their ex-boyfriends and things, and they often will say this, he was controlling, he was manipulative. Never heard a guy say that about it. Oh, I have, but it's pretty rare. Mm. Um, so I did a very... Cursory amount of research, not a lot at all. And by that, I mean a few YouTube videos. Mm. Looking up, what is manipulation? And it's so Look at the broad. anger in your face. No, because it's so, it was <laughs> so like annoyed. basically if you get sad or yeah. if you tell someone you love them, you're controlling and manipulating them. 
And I, I just was getting so, like I sent you the video. I was like, what is this? Some of it was really obvious. So, yeah. you know, you're purposely making them jealous and you're purposely making yeah. them feel bad for doing something that they want to do. So if if someone's breaking up with you and you, you're like, well, if, I'll, I'm going to hurt myself if you break yeah. up with me. That is textbook manipulation that Classic. is r- really bad. But if someone's breaking up with me and you're like, I'm... Oh, I'm so sad. I'm so sorry. I love you so much. But you're not actually saying, like, I need you back or anything. Well, what? Yeah. Like, is that manipulative? Because in previous relationships, I've been told, like, you're controlling and things. And I'm like, well, well, I mean, I feel like I'm just being genuine with my emotions there. So I would like to know, first of all, as a therapist, what is your take on manipulation and controlling behavior and then is it different to emotional abuse because we've talked about that before and Mm. the really scary thing about that is it's not done consciously Mm. so you think in your mind like i'm just showing this person how much i love them how much i care about them but it is being construed as abusive and and i think a lot of this is actually really subjective at the end of the day what can be an expression of love for someone can be manipulative to someone Mm. else and it's up to the person but Look, I just want to know what is controlling and what is not controlling because I don't want to I don't want to manipulate anyone. That's the last thing I ever want to do. I don't want to yeah. control anyone. I don't want to manipulate them, but then you know, if I love someone, if I'm angry with them, if I'm upset, I I want to show that, I want to express that as well. Yeah. So, what's the healthy way to deal with some of those emotions and also in certain situations? Like, what do you do? Because you were just looking mm. at a website and, and, and it said one form of manipulation is if you let the other person speak first. And that was the Healthline website I mean, as well. A, so that's crazy. Give me a fucking break. What? That's actually just polite. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> I let, if, I, if I let you speak first on this podcast, am I manipulating you? Yeah. I mean, come on. Clearly. Sorry. I'm, very, I'm clearly quite passionate about this. So I'm being manipulative. I'm, I'm manipulating people now with my emotions. So yeah, I, let me let me um be a bit more rational and let me ta- let me hear your take <laughs> on take everything. Take a deep I'm breath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be mindful. Need some essential oils. <laughs> you didn't have a sniff of your lemongrass. That's yeah, not the no, issue. Fine. I, I, get, I get passionate. You know? <laughs> no, that's so true. I think that well, the definition of manipulation or emotional manipulation is you you don't actually communicate what it is you want or what it is you're feeling. So you say certain things to get the other person to do what you want. And is that done consciously or unconsciously? Because if it's subconscious, how can you sort of then condemn that person as being manipulative? If they're genuinely Mm. feeling... Because if someone is suicidal, if someone's going to break up with them, I mean, it is very... I can only imagine that would be a horrific situation because then the guilt is being attributed to the other person. Yeah. You're causing me to feel suicide. You're causing me to feel depressed. But if they genuinely do feel that way, they're being emotionally honest. Yeah. So what do you do? That, that, that's just, I know. That just scares me. Think, but it's a very common thing. I think that the difference is, is that there's a difference between saying to someone, look, if you broke up with me, like I know my mental state is really poor and I wouldn't be able to handle that could be something that takes me over the edge um, compared to don't break up with me or I'll kill myself. So it's this do this or this is the consequence compared to this is what's going to happen, you know, but let's let's work through it or whatever or let's try to 
this or let's put things in place kind of thing. It's never good, but... Um, so I, I, I'm i guessing a lot of people would still say even option one Yeah, is a lot of people would perceive that as manipulation um, because they may take that as, therefore, it's my, you know, if the pushing factor of your suicide or self-harm is because I end a relationship, it automatically you feel that you're assuming responsibility for that person's well-being. Um, and you are restricted in a way because no one wants to be the cause of someone's death. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And this happened to me so many years ago in a very early relationship and my dad said to me, well, just let him. It's their choice. <laughs> and I was like, okay, oh, thanks, fuck. Paul. Um, <laughs> I mean, but what do you do in that situation? you got to if – yeah. It's a very tough one. Do you know what you one. do in that situation? You go to a therapist. I don't you, know. I've like given you... this advice so many times and it's happened to me as well and a lot of people that I've close to where, you know, dating people that have said once post-breaking up, I'm going to kill myself. Every single time they told me I'm going to kill myself, I called an ambulance and sent it to the apartment. So that happened about three times before they were like, well, fuck this. I'm not going to say it anymore kind of thing. So anytime, you know, I've had friends say to me, I really want to break up with this girl, but she keeps saying she's going to kill herself. I'm like, when she says it, send an ambulance to Jesus. her place. So it's that com- it's common, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That these people so, are saying this. So, so common. <sighs> And whether or not that person general, like oh genuinely believes they may commit suicide or self-harm, I don't know if it's authentic or not, but I'm not taking that risk. If they're saying that, then, you know, call them on their bluff or or, or help them. Either way, you're sending an ambulance, it's going to have a positive impact kind of thing. Honestly, that is actually, yeah. I know, I I'm, try to be very empathetic towards people who are feeling suicidal, mm. but I that, in that situation, that is actually selfish. Yeah. Because if yeah. you do kill yourself there and you love that person, yeah. you're going to burden that person for the rest of their life. It's a punishment. It's so mm. – that is controlling actually. Mm. But I've been told I've, uh, I'm controlling by just saying things like I really love you and, you know, I'm sad that we're breaking up. That's not controlling. Now, like, yeah. okay, I probably was – obviously was very sad and, yeah. you know, not just – I didn't just say I'm sad. It was It was a bit more intense than that. But – um, look, even if you had it, said to someone, um, you know, Eliza, like I had a boyfriend say to me, I wouldn't, I won't get over this breakup for at least 10 years. Like that's how much I fucking love you. Like I couldn't fathom life without you. Not that he would be suicidal. He just said I would never, it would take me forever to get over. I still don't think that's manipulation because he's not, you know, forcing me to stay or giving me some kind of like a bargaining thing, like yeah. do this or, you know, I'll buy you an apartment if you stay with me or whatever, like that's manipulative. Yeah. But I think what happens is, you know, women like to often may label boyfriends or partners as as controlling or manipulative because those are almost kind of masculine terms, whereas men like to label women as, as crazy. Yeah. And so it's kind so of true. one of those things that we fall back on so easily and, and – um. And saying that, and, you know, the non-gendered word is just toxic. So well, yeah. that we love to throw around a lot without understanding the true definition of it. So I think that it is something that a lot of people will just say, you know, I don't like the way, um, you know, some people will say that they their boyfriend or their girlfriend told them, I, I don't expect appreciate it or um, I won't be comfortable if you went away for three nights with your female friend who I think flirts with you every single time. For some people, they would consider that 
you know, controlling and manipulative. And for other people, they would say, well, that's a healthy boundary in a relationship that you just have to respect. Yeah. That, see, that's the thing. What is a boundary and what is yeah. manipulative? Because that, when you look at all these, because I do follow a lot of the more female-centric mm. relationship-type Instagram pages and things, mm. and they're always talking about set boundaries, set boundaries, set boundaries. But then if a man ever sets a boundary, it's like, oh, no, that's manipulative. Yeah. So it's I don't want to be like an incel or whatever and an MRA being like, well, for fucking women or whatever at all. I yeah. genuinely just don't want to be manipulative. So, But I don't understand what is manipulative. Yeah. I'm now at a point where I'm like, what is it? Mm. <laughs> I still don't. It sounds like it's different for every person. Yeah. It is. And and look, I can see I've done some pretty, when you're in love, you do some pretty extreme yeah. things. I bought a girl a laptop once. Nice. Yeah. But I was like, I just love you. Like, I really love you. Can I buy you? Th- I want to buy you this. Wow. And then she was like, why'd you do that? Like, she first got angry. And then she was also like, thank you. But wow. But it yeah. was, that's too extreme. Now, from, okay, I'm trying to think from the other person's perspective, oh, I can't ever break up with this person now because they've done mm. so much for me. I can see that argument, but then what do you want? You want them to never do anything for you? Well, yeah, I think it comes down to it's that person's kind of lens of the world and how they perceive things. Like really for that girl, like with the laptop, it's her own responsibility how she feels about receiving the laptop. If she's going to think I can't break up with Neil because because he um, gave me a laptop that's her perception of it. Whereas I would think, cool, I have a laptop. Well, this is going to be shitty, but now I'm going to break up with him. Like, whoopsie kind of thing. That the, <laughs> whoopsie. Whoops, heartbreak Oops. coming. Um, but, you know, it is, it's that person's interpret. She's choosing to feel upset. She's choosing to feel guilty or whatever, but you're not forcing her to. If you were forcing her to and being manipulative, you would hand her the laptop and say, if you stay with me for at least another six months, you can have this. Do you agree to do that? That's kind of manipulative uh, where you're getting those terms or whatever. I mean, when you go through a heartbreak, mm. you're not going to be rational. Okay? I'm, not, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not excusing bad yeah. behavior like saying I'm going to kill myself or whatever, but sometimes if you do get broken up with, you, you know, I can again. I can see how the person breaking up with someone, especially if they have meant something to that person, that's going to be hard for them as well. Yeah. And then the other person being like, "No, please, like, is there anything I can do? You know, I, I am, I'm willing to change. I'm yeah. maybe they're even crying, and they're or they're, you know, there's instances where people are begging and all that sort of stuff. Is that manipulative or is it just no, human that's you know human that's absolutely human i think and well i know that's human it's it's not even like something that should be considered i think that someone has labeled that to you that has really stuck with you because and the reason it's so jarring to you being like what the fuck is because it's not actually manipulative to express you know hurt and wanting to redeem something or wanting to you know you're not guilting her to stay with you you're not pressuring her or giving her a bargain or being like well if you break up with me, I'm going to I'm gonna tell your dad about that, you know, gangbang you did kind of thing. That's manipulative. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a, there's a huge difference. It's just something that we throw around so like. But sorry, go on. So no, you go. I was just going to say, again, I think I have a suspicion. I don't know for sure. Some people would disagree with you and say things like love bombing. I've only just heard of this yes, term in yeah. my little research. Yeah. 
So love bombing, can you, my understanding of it is an expression of love, but it's over the top. So it's then manipulative. (laughs) Yeah. So basically the concept of it is, you know, you meet someone and, um, and straight away you go on a few dates and then he or she may be saying like, oh my God, I just find you so amazing. I haven't met anyone like you before. Like I feel really, really connected to you and like, you know, really strong about you. And I feel like, you know, there could be like a future here with us. And like, maybe I love you even or or whatever. I want to buy you flowers. Like, do you want to do this kind of thing? And people will say that's love bombing. And, um, you know, it's only they they shower you with love and affection so that it's you're more quickly under their control and then once they feel like they have you you know in the in uh, eating out of the palm of their hand then they can you know bring in manipulation tactics or lose control or cheat on you or oh do dodgy God. things um and then um you know end in heartbreak kind of thing and then that therefore is manipulative so basically the where the way it's come from though is that there are links to people who um, love bomb, let's say, by the stereotype of that, yeah. who do have lesser emotional stability and, and emotional maturity. But it certainly doesn't mean that every situation where someone is, you know, swept off their feet within the first few dates, that that's manipulation. Like I was talking to... Um, Can I, yeah, yeah. I mean, that just seems like such a negative and cynical view of the human condition yeah because it's natural for us to want to shower someone with i think well at least in my experience when i'm deeply in love with someone i want to do all those things yeah yeah i want to buy gifts and yeah and you know tell them how beautiful they are and things like that and i don't want to like you know i don't want that someone to feel like they're being controlled or manipulated i know then it gets close Mm. to that sort of nice guy mentality where it's like well i'm so nice to you why are you not with me why are you with the arsehole and so I do understand there's a line there that if you cross it, then it can be very, well, yeah, manipulative and and toxic. Mm. But but I'm just now not sure where that line is. I think what it is is that there is a there's a correlation between, you know, love bombing and then people being very toxic and manipulative. But there that, is yeah. not a causation. Like love bombing does not equal a manipulative person like when we were chatting just before we started filming this I was saying that when I first met um my boyfriend like eight months ago you know I'd been dating a lot before him when we'd started this podcast I was dating around or whatever and um I wasn't like you know settling with one person the second I met him we just instantly became kind of like monogamous and we had strong feelings for each other and then the third week we met each other I took him away for a weekend and everyone was like oh my god like this is so bad you're being love bomb like look this up like this is really like concerning because we'd gone away for a night and I was like well we fuck it like why not like we'd already slept together we've been dating for a few weeks what's the big difference of taking someone away for a night when I organized it not him he wasn't like come here with me or whatever I was like hey I'm going here do you want to come and he was like yeah so it's kind of like, you know, mm, that's not a manipulation type thing. It's so. sad that w- women would hear something like that and automatically think, oh, someone's being manipulated there. It's almost a condemnation of, well, of society and of mm. may- maybe they're projecting their own past experiences onto yeah. onto another person. But 
you, I hear something like that and I think, okay, yeah, after three weeks going on a holiday, that's, that's pretty yeah. – that is, I wouldn't say extreme, but that you're moving yeah. fast, definitely yeah. moving fast. But I wouldn't think, oh, manipul- oh, be careful. Yeah. I wouldn't think that. Exactly. But, you know, then then you look at um, shows like when you look at um, Married at First Sight, for example, and in previous – seasons i don't know if you have you ever watched it on and off sometimes you'll see like on the wedding day that all the first like couple of days that this guy is like so in love with the girl and he's like oh my god i'm so glad i married you and you were the one chosen like you're so amazing you're so this and and that you're so special to me and then three days later when she's like oh my god this is the best thing i've ever done look how nice he is he'll be like oh i wasn't ever really attracted to you and i kind of like don't have a connection with you and and like I don't really see this going anywhere and then she'll be like what the hell like two days ago you were saying like you could see yourself moving to Melbourne for me kind of thing that is like the, the stereotype okay. people think of when they think of love bombing because it does happen yeah. like that I, don't, I, don't, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't deny that it happens but that's obviously a very extreme example yeah. that's toxic wouldn't you say, though, over the course of a longer-term relationship, people's feelings can change? So at the yeah. start of a relationship, you can think you're the most beautiful person in yeah. the world. I love you more than anything. And then two years later, uh, you've changed, I've changed, yeah. I, you did something, I did something. Exactly. We've got, to, we've got to break this up. And then that other person might think, well, you said all that stuff to me and that was a lie. Well, no, in the moment it wasn't a lie. Yes. People's feelings can change, including male men's feelings. Yeah. And... Yeah, over three days, that's that's bad. <laughs> but but again, over a couple of months even, someone could be very much in love with you and then maybe realise, ah, actually, you're not that good for me. Mm. And I, that's sad. Yeah. That's unfortunate if you're in that position. But, I mean, it, no, it, I can't – just that word manipulate, like that's a strong word, you know. Mm. I think of manipulation. I think of some evil scheming person who's treating people immorally to get what they want. Yeah. But I don't think of very uh, intense feelings that every human feels but yeah. can have an adverse effect on the other person. I understand. I'm not saying, oh, uh, you should just excuse all of this and it's never hard for the other person when yeah, someone's outpouring an extreme amount of emotion. Manipulation. But I, I just think a lot of this is being human. Yeah. I mean... If we don't have if we don't have love, what do we have? I think that when it kind of got like blurry <laughs> is when it was introduced as like signs and, and warnings about subtle manipulation. So people will look at like little things and then be like, okay, I'm I'm being gaslit and I'm being manipulated. Like when we were looking at this website before, like healthline.com about manipulation. And one of the examples was a girl like wanting to buy a dog and then saying, and him saying no. And then her being like, oh, but look at his eyes and he's all cold and sad and he doesn't have a home. Like, please, can we get him? And then they were saying, this is a sign of, you know, manipulation. Like, I guess maybe (laughs) by definition, (laughs) but is that really harmful to say, oh, but look at his little eyes, like that kind of thing. I do that every dog I pass, like literally. Really, you know what do we but then i yeah and then i responded to that saying the implication there is that the person should then just lie to avoid being manipulative because yeah. if you see a puppy dog and you think oh that's so cute oh are you sure oh i really want to get it please can yeah. we get it 
if that's what you're feeling, you're feeling an intense emotional connection to this puppy dog and an expression of that is manipulative, to not be manipulative, you have to suppress that and basically lie. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a nice puppy dog. Yeah. So so you've got a choice between manipulating or lying. Yeah. I mean, what what do people expect? Because going back to say... If someone's broken, not even that, because that sounds like I'm talking too personally here. Just in general, if there's like an intense emotional argument in a relationship or even in a friendship or mm-hmm. with your parent or something, and you do come out, you, you start crying and, you you know, you lose you lose it, you, your inner child comes out, all of that. If you're genuinely feeling those emotions and any expression of those emotions is manipulative, then, okay, the moral thing to do is to suppress those emotions that is lying then. Yeah. You're like, okay, no, I feel fine and, and, and I'm just going to listen or whatever. I mean, that, you're then lying. So it's like, do you lie or do you manipulate? Exactly. And like really <laughs> like the the true manipulation would have been like, if you don't buy me this puppy, then, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell your boss that you have been stealing from work, babe. Like yeah. that or kind of thing. You never buy me. Like yeah. I'm always doing good things for you. You never do. Clearly you don't love me. You won't buy me this dog. Yeah. Like that's, that-, that would be subtle manipulation in my opinion. Okay. Rather than like I've definitely, I think, experienced subtle uh, manipulation. I think I've brought this guy up a couple of times. He was a brief, like short-term relationship I had, the one I broke up with because he got angry at me for showing affection to dogs on the street. And um, he right. he had all these kind of like red flags um, popping up during the time that I was seeing him. And one of the things that he did was he um, – there was two scenarios where I think I was being like – which, well, I know was kind of manipulation. And one of them was he – called me one night um I was I was mad at him about something and like when I'm mad I'm I'm never like I never escalate I'm just like hey like you did this it's kind of pissed me off you know like I'm just gonna chill for tonight I wasn't invested in being like let's resolve this because I'd known him for like a few weeks or whatever and um I was like I don't feel like hanging out but um we'll touch base maybe tomorrow when I'm like in a like you know more calm or whatever and then he called me later that night um and he was like saying like he was like oh um I just feel like so like shit right now like I'm not feeling good like I'm I'm not in a good headspace like I think I like I could be like depressed right now or something and I was like oh like are you okay where are you and then he was like oh I feel like I just can't do this like I can't I just can't do it and I was like what can't you do like dating me or can are you feeling like self-harming are you feeling suicidal like do I need to call someone he's like I can't like I can't do it and I was like tell me what you can't do and we'll just you know go from there and then he just goes I can't and then hung up and so then I was like worried all night thinking oh my gosh he's just spent 20 minutes telling me that he's like really depressed um and now he's refusing to answer my calls and saying he can't do it like if he was saying he couldn't do it as in dating me I would have been like fair enough cool see you later but I wasn't sure if he was gonna like self-harm um and so and he just kind of I kept asking him on the phone and he wouldn't answer the question to me like he just kept saying I can't do it and so then the next day i you know, I texted him a few times. I tried to call, but I didn't know any of his mates or anything. So I didn't know what to do. The next day he like calls me and he was like, oh yeah, no, nah, I, I don't know why I said that. I was fine. Like I was just, I don't know why. 
sorry kind of thing. Anyway, so I let it go. And then a few weeks later, um, I was, I was pissed off with him again. Um, and he was at my place and it was really, really late. And I'd found out that he had lied to me about something. And I was like in a, I was in a mood with him and I was like, Hey, look, I'm going to go to bed. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's two in the morning now. Um, and, I don't want to talk about this anymore, like, but you can stay here and we'll just hash it out in the morning and, and go from there and just kind of, you know, like decide from there. And he was like, um, yeah, right. Okay. And so he, we go to sleep and I was pissed off with him. He's next to me, whatever. And then within like two seconds, well, not exact. that's a bit of exaction. Within one minute of us saying goodnight, he starts sleep talking and he's saying his name so he let's say randy keep using that as a name he'll be like randy just kill yourself you don't deserve to live kill yourself and then i like get up and i look at him and he's like asleep and then he kept saying like just you should just die like you're so worthless look at how much you've hurt her or whatever and i was just like roll my eyes i went back to sleep and the next morning he was like are you okay and I was like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, no, something's something's different. And I was like, no, I'm totally fine. I feel absolutely fine. He's like, did I sleep talk? Like, did I say something? Because something in your face makes me feel like I've said something really scary. And I was like, nah, mate, nothing happened. Don't right. worry. Yeah. So that's kind of like that's bad. <laughs> manipulative because he was trying to get me so much to be like, oh my God, no, babe, okay. like you're okay. <laughs> Can I give you a, an example that I, yeah. I am going to talk about my personal experiences yeah. here now? So, like, I fucked up in one relationship yeah. pretty badly and then got broken up with yeah. on the phone. And I felt really stupid about what I had done because they yeah. were pretty dumb. You know what I did. They were just dumb silly. things. They were silly, dumb things. So yeah. then I was, yeah, like, I was in a pretty emotional state. And I was like, I'm a, fuck, I'm a fucking idiot. I can't believe I yeah. fucking did that. Like, I'm so dumb. I'm so sorry. Like I was getting in that sort of a yeah. state, right? Yeah. And so then she was like, you were saying very self-hating things and it made me feel guilty. Like, I, like I'm like i the cause of that and I need to – so it's similar-ish mm. to that. I yeah. wasn't s- sleep talking, Jesus. Uh, but I, ge- I genuinely was. I was like, I, why did I do – like I was so yeah. angry at myself. Yeah. And I was like, why did I fucking do that? Like, that's the just dumbest things to do. And it's not reflective of how I actually feel about this person. Yeah. And again, like, I, I think it's fair to break up with someone after what I did. But mm-hmm. um, what could I have done something better in that situation? If I was, should I have just hung up and been like, all right, I got to talk to a friend or something? Like, yeah. what do I do? I think that you would have been in a lose lose situation regardless. Because if you had said to her, yep. Yeah, cool you want to oh you want to break up yeah i respect that like good luck she'd be like what the fuck like did our relationship mean nothing to you like did you not give a shit about me this whole time like how could you be so blase about this and not care yeah and then you're emotional and she's like you're making me feel guilty this is manipulation kind of thing no matter how you went about it you she i think she would have kind of found a way to be maybe insulted or upset about it but there's no good way to go about it because you're right first of all like when you're upset when you're emotional you you lose all your logic within a second like you can't yeah. resolve and and again it's just really i'm not like excuse if yeah. i did make someone feel really bad and guilty and that i, I don't want to do that but then i also don't want to if it's someone you even if you've just been broken up with and you love them like you want to 
be yeah. authentic. Yeah. And tell the truth. I'm not going to suppress something as upsetting as that. Like, yeah. I don't, but then I don't. I just don't know. Like. Yeah, and you know, like by by the definition of manipulation, it's you refuse to communicate what you truly want, and therefore you use you know other tactics to get what you want. But in this scenario, you've never not actually communicated what you want. You're saying like, "Fuck, I'm an idiot. I fucked up. Like, please, can is there anything I can do?" That's that's the opposite of manipulation. That's you saying, "What can I do?" Expressing your emotion and and not like. Hmm trying to get her to stay with you by being like, well, I've got, you know, this on you and hmm. and whatever. I mean, there were – I was feeling like she – this was yeah. like a day after, I think, and I was – like that day I was like – and I was like, oh, yeah, I couldn't fucking work today. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. So – and again, I wasn't – I wasn't like – and it's your – and yeah. you made me like this. Like, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. I was just being – I was like, no, I'm like really sad. Yeah. That yeah. I – that I think you fairly dumped me, but – I'm yeah. still like very, very sad, and it was construed as I can see for you know from someone's perspective. If I've broken up with someone, they've done something really bad, and I'm like, we got to end it. And then they call me being you know like really upset, like I couldn't, you know, mm. I couldn't do anything today. Can I buy you this gift or something? I mean, I would feel bad, but it's not. I wouldn't be like you're manipulating. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I just don't know because I. I would know that that person did really truly love me and I yeah. just would say, look, even though you did, like, what you did was really bad and I got to yeah. end it. So it's, anyway, deep emotions like yeah. that is a tough one when you get into those really heartbreak type emotions. And when know? you're hurt by someone though and when, you know, you've hurt her doing something that she wasn't happy about or whatever, She's going to therefore change her narrative on her perspective of you. So she might question everything that had happened in your relationship prior, being like, well, how could someone that's really honest then forget to tell me about this? Or how could someone that is this do this? So then therefore she's thinking, you know, well, you can't truly have loved me. What you're saying is bullshit. You just want me to stay. Like that's a conclusion that is incorrect but that she or someone in that scenario may be coming to and kind of feeling that way because it's so normal to express and and feel that pain like I've never been broken up with touch wood but every single time I've ended a relationship I always check in with my boyfriends in fact two of my boyfriends after we broke up we lived together still for a couple of months and that was a nice like really nice kind of end to our relationship like Jeez, phasing out to, to a conscious <laughs> that man. was Jesus. yeah I'm good at breakups no, I, I've been blocked by a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> never had a bad breakup so far but um cool. I was on the other ones that we didn't live together still I would always call if they wanted me to I'd be like do you want me to check in with you in a few days and they'd be like yes please and I'd call and be like how are you going like are you okay and they'll be like I'm a fucking mess like I can't believe this like I'm so sorry and this and that and that's like that I'm like well that's expected that's what happens when you are heartbroken you're gonna feel those things you know that's that's so yeah and that's not him normal. saying I don't think yeah I don't know these not guys it's not him being like you're doing why did you do this to me you've made me feel this way look when you get into a serious relationship you know that people are very emotionally invested and there's some duty of care i mean again i'm like if i'm personalizing like yeah i did really fuck up like don't get me wrong but yeah but i i don't i I, i'd happily be like yeah i'm an asshole i thought of you know i was selfish or whatever but i'm not manipulative like i don't like thinking that i'm 
Yeah, and I don't think and, – and there's so many – like I said, there's just so many girls that are – this ex-boyfriend was controlling, he was manipulative, he he made everything seem like it was my fault. Mm. And I do wonder now, I'm like, well, I want to hear his side of the story. Like I'm not denying anyone's mm. truth, you know. If someone feels like they're being manipulated or guilt-tripped or emotionally blackmailed, that's not – I'm not saying anyone's – because it's very subjective. Yeah. Something can be perceived a certain way. Like you said, like it can just change the way you see that person and yeah. things like that. And it's Yeah, men, so- are, <laughs> men are pretty – you know, you can deeply love someone and do like really dumb things, whereas a lot of people would think, well, if you deeply love that person, you wouldn't have done that dumb thing. But – no, I can tell you from personal yeah. experience, you can. Okay, especially when you're in open <laughs> relationships. <laughs> yeah, then you definitely can. Yeah, uh, but well, you don't have these rigid expectations that are easy to stand by. Yeah, yeah. I'm not making excuses yeah. and things, but um, I wonder if you know changing your whole perception of someone based on how they're reacting in a very intense emotional situation is necessarily the right thing to do yeah i mean these are very tough we all go through it we're all human we've all been in really bad breakups and things but man breakups suck it's like grieving yeah you lose someone that is probably at that point in your time the closest person to you or the most important person in your life and then they're gone from your life it's especially if it's sudden you know yeah it's it's literally you have to grieve and you're not gonna you know call someone who's whose friend just died and be like, how are you still upset? Like that's kind of, you know, uncalled for, like something's not right. <laughs> that's a good analogy. Yeah. yeah. Like if a friend dies, it's yeah. like you're up, you're just, you're yeah. upset. That's some sort of manipulation. Yeah, exactly. So I think, you know, a good example of like um, kind of subtle manipulation is on currently on, on Married at First Sight, there's, um, there's a couple, what are their names? Bryce and I can't remember her name, but she um, basically hadn't been in relationships since she was 19 and she's 31 now and she hadn't had a boyfriend or anything, hadn't even been on a date in 11 years. And she gets um, paired with this um, guy and on their wedding day, he's very, very comforting and very kind and, and takes her under the wing kind of thing. And he's like, God, you're beautiful, whatever. And they're getting along really well and everything's going great. And then they have like a truth box basically where she says um, he pulls, basically he tells her, she asks him, am I your usual type? And then he said, look, instead of just being like, no, you're not my usual type, but I'm curious to see where this goes. He was like, no, like usually I will date, you know, really beautiful, blonde, um, (laughs) tan, tall women. Yeah. These are his words. Like this is the woman type of woman I usually date. And, um, you know, when I saw you, I was like, well, she's blonde and well, she's not ugly. And, and this woman has such low self-esteem. That's not even a manipulative bit, though. She has such low self-esteem, so she's, like, obviously really hurt by this because she she was led to believe that he was super attracted to her. So she said to him, like, like, this kind of makes me question, you know, what are your intentions for being on the show? Like, and then he was, like, didn't want a bar of her and he was, like, how dare you? question my intention how dare you do this like how dare you get upset at me and and say this whatever and then he was mad at her so she ended up having to go and repair with him being like I'm so sorry I won't do that again and that is kind of like 
little gaslighting mani- yeah, yeah, yeah. baby manipulation where she was he said something that to be honest i'd be a little bit hurt if someone was like oh i wasn't really attracted well, you're not ugly like i'd be like fuck you kind of thing not that it's his fault for saying that but i would be hurt but she then ended up having to be apologizing to him of for being sad about that so if it's like an excessive yeah. emotional reaction to a fair yeah uh, t- uh, point that's been brought up yeah. that could be construed as manipulation yeah. like that's really not fair then again though if he's being honest when he said the thing yeah. like you're not a, i mean that's a very mean thing Brutal. to say but but if he's being honest i don't think that part is manipulative yeah, yeah. it's just a cr- it's cr- it's cruel Stupid. uh and it's mean but i wouldn't call that mani- unless he's if he's consciously like oh i know she has self low yeah, self esteem i'm going to tell so her about tell her how i didn't find her that hot so then she just is like at my feet yeah obviously that's yeah. that's gross but and also the comparing to the the exes i think was a little bit iffy but it's not the manipulation part came in when he was like how dare you question my like intentions on this show and just made it about himself when really she just needed reassurance she just wanted to hear i find you i am attracted to you i wasn't lying when i said that mm. to begin with yeah making it about you yeah yeah that one that one does sound pretty it's bad tricky. i mean the tv show they're gonna like yeah, amp yeah. it up completely and get exactly. people to purposely be manipulative on there exactly so We've sort of focused quite a lot on how men are generally manipulating women. Mm-hmm. Now, can we can we talk about the other way? Because that yes. does happen. Oh, yes. And I guess a lot of men who maybe do say my ex was crazy, you got to think, well, did you cause the craziness or was she actually just manipulative? Yeah. Um, trying to think personally if I've had any. I've had one ex that was, uh, that was just a very toxic relationship and – Oh, she'd just get. If I was fo- I was following these other girls that I'd formerly hooked up with or whatever, and then she got really, really upset about it, and then basically sort of implied like you don't love me if you follow if you still follow them, and like mm. asked me all these questions about it, and then I did. I unfollowed them all, and then she. But then I was like, "Can you unfollow the guys you've hooked up with?" Then that's yeah. fair. But then yeah. she's like, "No, why would I do that? That's extreme." <laughs> What the fuck? Like, at least be fair about this. Yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> See, I think in this scenario, like when, which is quite common, girls will say they'll come out right often and say it, being like, "You follow, you unfollow these girls, or you don't get to touch this tonight," kind of thing, or like, "You do this or whatever." Um, that like, it's not, it's toxic, and that's I guess crazy, but it's almost not that uh, it's not gaslighting because she's actually telling you outright like this is going to happen but when people say well you must not really be loyal if you do this or you must not actually love me if you do this people in committed relationships don't you know watch porn people in committed relationships don't tell other girls they're pretty kind of thing even if it's your mum, you just don't do that like that's well, manipulative yeah and then what you're what you're doing is you're projecting your idea of what love is yeah. onto the other person exactly. you've got to have that conversation yeah and that's a big th- and then you know if you're then doing something like non-monogamy or whatever what someone could think of as disrespectful and breaking the rules is very different to what the other person yeah, might be doing. Exactly. You've got to really communicate those things. Or even just monogamy in general. Yeah, like, you know, course. with Instagram and porn and, you know, opposite sex friends. Everyone has different 
boundaries and expectations and rules. And, you know, you're okay to have those um, boundaries. No one's saying don't have them, but it's when you, if someone goes against those boundaries, you don't have to label them as manipulative. You can just yeah, be like, this doesn't is, fit in with me. <laughs> like if, if a girl does it, it's healthy boundaries. But then if a guy says anything, hey, I don't like you flirting with that girl. Oh, that's with controlling. That guy, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, she might be flirting with, with a girl. Many girls as you want. Yeah. Um, but uh, actually, no, maybe not. Not, it not might when be, I'm with you. <laughs> it might be because it's like of the the nature of, you know, male and female communication stereotypes that a, a male will probably be more like upfront about it and being like, no, I really don't think that you could go to his house. I don't think that's appropriate that you would sleep over with another man. And she'll be like controlling because he was blunt and honest. Whereas a woman may, she'll either be like, do this. And you'll die and I'll chop your dick off kind of thing. Or she'll be like... Um, you don't love me if you do yeah, this. Yeah, and that's manipulative. You're or, making me upset by doing this. Or she might just like be so coddling, being like, babe, like I really don't think that you should, you know, do this. I think that would kind of make me feel sad and blah, blah, blah. And or like... Like you, using sex as a bargaining tool yeah, as well, things yeah. like that. And when, you know, whether or not you communicate your boundaries, like the super, you know, blunt and honest thing, like maybe a man will more likely do or maybe if you communicate it like a woman where you over explain it so much like here's every single experience I've had in my history that has led me to believe that this hasn't happened and other boyfriends have done this whatever whichever way you do it is fine but you can't get offended at someone else's way of you know communication you got to kind of find that balance and work with them on it yeah it can be frustrating but you got to think all right that person probably wasn't trying to be malicious yeah and that was just their projection of their yeah ego. you get too buddhist and philosophical it's their ego coming out but uh unless they're an actual psychopath they're not concocting this plan knowing oh this is their insecurity and i'm going to come out with this thing that's going to attack them on this insecurity yeah not, very few some people do uh, exist that are like that i'd imagine that's a very small percentage of the population yeah that's most people true. just there are just subjective differences in what is appropriate what is an expression of love versus what is manipulation and control so maybe i shouldn't take it so personally if someone's like you're controlling them oh, yeah you just think that that's your that's your subjective interpretation of what i did which was loving so yeah, yeah. But- and, the, and the thing is though is like there's a lot of sh- people do shitty things in relationships and just because it's not manipulation it doesn't mean it's not shitty but we don't have to label these things as manipulative or, or controlling. And it comes down to so, so many of the issues that throughout the world we're having today on social media. Think of, you know, just comedians and whether the joke is offensive. The comedian's like, well, I wasn't trying to be offensive. I was trying to be funny. And then they get angry. Yeah. And then the other person's like, well, I felt offended by it. So therefore <laughs> it was offensive. It's exactly the same thing. It's yeah. like, I wasn't trying to be manipulative. I was trying to show you how much I love you. Well, I was manipulated and now you're denying that truth. And now and you're, you're manipulating me more by not exa- Exactly. It. So yeah. it's just two people who have a different subjective interpretation exactly. of an event. And that is also very much human. <laughs> We're going to interpret and uh, uh, project meaning onto things differently based on our experiences and what we're... Uh, what our perception of the world is and our values. Exactly. So maybe at the end, of the, maybe you should date someone with similar. You should. Act, I think it would. That's it would make it. a lot of sense if you are dating, trying to date someone who 
sees relationships and love in the same way yes it's so important but then you can also have one really toxic person dating another really toxic person Mm -hmm. so that can be bad but (sighs) you just got to share those values honestly that's what it comes down to (laughs) at the end of the day as per usual last few weeks it was just me being sad now i'm just like i'm just frustrated (laughs) yeah exactly yeah. Rational mind is always different to our emotional mind. So, very true. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, if there are people who might be listening to this podcast thinking about the relationship they're currently going through and whether or not a certain person could be manipulative or could be controlling, or it, that that's something I also contend with. I'm like, am I? I am upset at this. But is that my, in a relationship, I'll often go through this thought track, like I'm upset at this thing she has done, but am I just being, you know, unfairly jealous, needy, insecure, childish, or has she actually done something wrong? And then that just goes through my mind the whole time. Mm. And then I end up just not really communicating it. Yeah. And then I just don't know whether I'm allowed, like if, because I know my natural instinct is maybe jealousy or being upset at something, but oh, am I, you know, am I allowed to be upset at this thing that she's done or is that just me being unfair? Yeah. Whereas maybe I should just say, I should just say, look, I'm pretty angry at this thing you've done. I don't know if that's just me being insecure, but can we talk about it? I should just say something like that, I think. Yeah, well, even, you know, you're right in that for some people it may be and for, for others it won't. But then that comes down to like, you know, compatibility. I've, I I have never been um, called controlling, but my God, do I put boundaries in place? Like there are so many things that I would be like, nah, not, not having that. Like See what's, you later. A, what's some examples of that? Well, in my last relationship, um, my my ex-boyfriend he was very very loyal and very kind and and devoted to me and he had a friend um who lived overseas and they would travel back and forth sometimes to see each other yeah and she was coming over um to australia to live and she was you know a very attractive girl and he was like oh she's gonna you know stay with me and and sleep um on on the couch kind of thing which is it it was his room and then the couch was next to it kind of thing. And at first I was like, yeah, cool, that's fine. And then I had found out. I, uh, if they've hooked up? Yeah. Or, well, yeah, no, nah, I asked him. Oh, that's fair. Have then. you had a thing for her or have you guys hooked up before? And he was like, we haven't hooked up, but I had a crush on her for years. And I was like, then no. Like you don't do that. When you're in a relationship, you don't have a girl that you were attracted to for years sleep at your house for weeks. Like that's not that's not cool, man. Like you can choose what you want to do, that's... but I'll let you know that that's something that is going to be crossing it with me. Like Okay. And then I sat that's back and watched fair. what he did, and I was like I'm just going to wait. I've said my piece, and obviously, well not obviously, but of course he he didn't um have her he said hey like, I'm really sorry you can't stay and they hung out as mates or whatever um a few times and that was fine with me but it was it was just you know they never hooked up but it was that he'd had feelings for her for a very long amount of time <laughs> um and yeah that's a bit I didn't know that for a top. long time that he was telling me she was coming so I was like well, that's a little bit that Weird, seems but... fair, but then as long as then if if you know if the same situation applied the other way, that's the main thing. If you had a male friend staying over and then 
he found out that you had a crush on him and he said, no, I'm not comfortable with that, you'd then have to be like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, exactly. Like as long as it goes both ways. Whatever exactly. the boundaries are, they have yeah. to be both ways. Yeah. Okay, you can't – I had an ex-girlfriend that uh, was really good friends with this one guy and I didn't really – you know, it wasn't that much of a an issue. But then I was like, oh, did you ever – a similar thing. I was like, did you ever feel anything for him or did you ever hook up? And she was like, yeah, a few years ago I was like really into him, but now I just see him as a friend. Mm. And then, you know, and then once we had a fight and then she like went to him oh. and was like crying in his arms and stuff. And and I'm like, give me a – no, like I didn't ever actually outwardly say you can't be friends with this guy, but I'm like – how is this fit? like? Yeah. Would you, if I did that with a female friend, would you be okay with that? Like, oh no, she's a friend now, but I like wanted to fuck her a few years ago, and you were, I was, you were mad at me the other day, so I went and like cuddled with her. Yeah. Like, nah. Come on. Yeah, it's so <laughs> it's so normal to be like not okay with that, and I wouldn't either. But you know what's funny actually is that I have a I have a guy mate um who I've slept with once, mm. and we're not like friends to the extent where I like call him a Texan but we see we're in like the same social circle we see each other occasionally and I used to have like a games night um every Tuesday night there would be like seven or six to eight of us that came over and we played board games um because he was friends with my housemate as well and um my I started dating Adrian and then so Adrian was coming to these board games and as well as this guy that I'd slept with um one time and it wasn't actually that long before I'd met Adrian so I was a bit like if you're not comfortable with it like let me know and he was just like no it's fine like it's cool um whatever and like it was it was never weird because I'd never really had feelings for this other guy or anything like that and we were so blase and I was hanging out with with my mate with my boyfriend yeah whereas if I was like I'm gonna go you know just go to his house for dinner and like you can't come and that kind of thing it's it's different but I would have totally understood if he was like I'm not comfortable with this like could you not I'd be like yeah fair I won't Uh, but he was like yeah no I don't mind and they get along um so (laughs) just funny right. uncommon <laughs> yeah that but, is a bit uncommon um yeah good on him yeah yeah but there's been other times where where my boyfriend's been like about someone else like i don't have a i don't have a good feeling about this like just be careful i'm a bit iffy and then he's been right <laughs> so yeah, yeah that's the classic one i think yeah. where a lot of people will argue on social media where men are always saying that male friend is into you yeah and the girls are like no he's just a friend now there's so much nuance to these sorts of situations because if the girl is using the male friend for validation Mm. and if she's upset with the guy and then going and like flirting with him and he's like you deserve someone better that's way too far bad yeah however if the guy is into the girl which uh, looked at the end of the day if it's a straight guy, like he might not yeah. be emotionally into her. He probably wants to fuck her. Like, yeah. So what? Okay. Yeah. As long as she's not acting on it, then I don't – depends how close they are. Exactly. But I don't – I don't. you know. And also the way, the way he is. Like my guy friend that I've slept with, 
he would never flirt with me. He'd never say anything like, I don't like the way Adrian treats you. Like, in fact, he messages me being like, fuck, your boyfriend's so handsome. Like, um, I'm so glad you guys are together. You look really happy. Like that kind of thing. Oh, but even that, that's still like a, a pretty close thing to say, don't you reckon? Well, he's a very like a, emotive person. So he did. And then he's mm. he's a serial dater though. Like yeah, the, okay. my mate, he will have a different girl every single week. So like I was a, a little blip in a in a spectrum of women but kind of thing. But for a lot of guys, that would even be even more intimidating because yeah. it's like, oh, this player yeah. clearly can get a lot of girls yeah. is but now then hanging I think, out, he's friends with my girlfriend. Yeah. I look good on your boyfriend for being like, yeah, cool. But it. I also <laughs> put in a lot, like I'm not, I don't, I'm not justifying it because in most scenarios I wouldn't be comfortable with it. And if my boyfriend was like, I don't like it, then I'd be like, I would change it. But I will make sure that, it's very known to everyone in the group that's friends with both my boyfriend and this other mate. Everyone knows I've slept with him, but it's very obvious that, you know, I'm, I'm always sitting with my boyfriend and showing affection to my boyfriend. I'm not kind of like being this like flirty or whatever. It's, it's very clear that yeah. he has nothing to worry about. Okay. I'm very open. I'm like, if you ever want to read my text, go for it. Me and my, my mate, we oh, don't that's... even text. Like, yeah, no, there's, there's yeah. situations where... The guy might have a, or the girl, you know, people have a little bit of a suspicion of a relationship you have with someone else. And then just to, I know looking at phones and things can be really unhealthy nowadays. I just, I just don't, I'm yeah. just, I don't even want to know because there'll be definitely something on yeah. there where I won't like. Yeah. So just don't show it to me ever. Mm-hmm. Put your notifications on hidden. I trust you. I don't care. Yeah. Um. So then if someone is like, okay, can I see like the messages you sent to that person? Yeah. And then the other person's like, no. Yeah. Then, oh, Hell that's, no. <laughs> that's, that's some crazy shit because yeah. you're like, that person's like, well, why are you trying to control me by looking at my messages? Yeah. Why should that matter? And then you're like, what? So you've got something to hide then, exactly. don't you? Exactly. Yeah. Look, if so someone true. does ask to see the phone, you should just show it. Yeah. I would just show it. That's it. But don't because there's always going to be something you're going to hurt yourself. you're going to think oh yeah. that's a bit of flirting when it's really yeah. not like i mean let people flirt on the phone who cares on it i mean i don't condone flirting on the phone but i've never gone through anyone's phone ever and i've never asked Depends to because like flirting. yeah i don't want i don't want to hurt myself over something stupid that's not actually an issue and sometimes you just get jealous over random things you could be messaging buddy 55 year old gail from work and i'll be like Who's this woman? Like, I'm just not oh, going to put myself in yeah. a situation like that when it's unnecessary. And with that being said, my um, my friend has... Oh, I got a story. Yeah. My friend has a sister um, and she's Fuck. been married for almost 10 years and she's very young. Yeah. And he's very, you know, introverted, gamer, super loyal, whipped kind of guy, um, very devoted to my, my friend's sister. And um, she said to my friend like a few weeks ago, She's like, I just have this like really strong feeling. I need to look at his phone. I've never done it since we've dated. I've never once thought about it, but I just have this like really strong feeling. I have to. Just don't. And well, she did. Uh. And she found out he'd been cheating on her. Well, there you go. Multiple well, times. It's okay, just so wild. that's just probably yeah. good that you looked at it. But isn't that crazy? I just don't. Uh, it, there's always going to be something, I think, yeah. and it's probably. He might, in that situation, it was cheating, but it might just be, you know, for an hour they were messaging someone they had hooked up with years ago and then you're going to get upset at that. But really, like, I don't know, they were just catching up with them. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, it's just not worth it. I think there should be a little bit of private, even in a close, intimate relationship, yeah. there should be some 
not necessarily things you're hiding from the other person, but like your phone is your sort of personal little Exactly. Space. Like I've got 10,000 photos on my phone. My God, I'm sure far back I've got nudes or something of other boyfriends that I've, I'm not going to yeah, like, I can't go through and search them and whatever. Like I'd never look at them. them. I mean, it's I don't know what's in there to be honest. Eventually to go down your chat yeah. completely. And then it, before when they had the Instagram thing where you could see what the other person liked. Oh, oh that was just a relationship Or Snapchat killer. best friends. Jesus. That ended so many relationships. Yeah. That was a killer. You saw that your girlfriend yeah. liked a photo from yeah. her ex and you're like, what the fuck? What's going on? Yeah. Um. So uh, what was my thing? Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, um, shooting a short film and there was a girl that was uh, part of the crew. So part of the crew, you've got a runner who goes and buys mm. props and things. And, and I was like, hey, here's a list of things. Um, thank you so much for doing it. I'll uh, transfer the, you the money plus an extra 50 bucks. And then my girlfriend, so I've got super jealous. She's like, you want to fuck her? Why do you, you want to sleep with her, don't you? I'm like, what? The, what? I'm literally doing my job. And then she's like, no, that's not how normal jobs work. She's very woggy. No, that's not what you do in a normal job. It was your classic Western this Sydney. One girl, this one, yeah, this one was yeah. like, I got some stories, man. Damn. She's wild. I don't like the way you drive. Oh, my It's God. not hot. <laughs> that's funny because that's like a thing on TikTok now. It's like things that give girls the ick and one of them is it how is. guys yeah, drive. No, I know. And so, again, I can't deny that truth, but like I'm like I'm doing so – I'm I'm trying to be like a good boyfriend and I hadn't driven for a year because I didn't have a car. You don't have to justify I it. I drive That's a so manual. Shit. Oh, and then she's sad. like, that's such a turn off the way you drive like an old lady. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, that's or, so – Your calves are so small. Oh, that's mean. Yeah, yeah. She'd say all sorts of things like that's that. That's yeah. cruel. One, this is actually just funny. Um, I was a bit more, in, I was quite insecure in that relationship. But I think now that I think about it, I'm like, well, when you're told your driving's not attractive and like your mm. carbs, well, then you're going to become in, like, how much is of it also hurt? And then at one point we'd had this fight and that was the, yeah, that was when she went to that guy. This was like such toxic. <laughs> she went to that guy and like cried to him or whatever. Yeah. And then um, came back and then I was really upset. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like I, w- I did. And now I look back and I'm like, mm, that is a bit of an anxious. Like maybe I should have been like, no, what you did was also unhealthy yeah. there. But then I was like, we were, you know, sleeping together. And I was trying to be like, very, it was very like lovey-dovey making love type mm-hmm. sex. And I swear to God, yeah. she's like, I was like, I, I love, while I was having sex with her, I was like, I, I really love you and all this oh, stuff. And she's like, I'm not making this up. She goes, stop saying all that gay shit and just fucking choke me. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear on my life she said that. Oh, my God. She's like, just God. fucking choke me. No way. <laughs> Bro. That's so funny. Western Sydney Bachelor, 100%. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. That was a good thing to end on, I think. God, so um, incompatible because to some guys <laughs> yeah. that would be like that's the goal, that's the dream. Oh, in certain situations, like for, I love that. But yeah. in that, I, well, well, then I did that. I was like, oh, fine. fine. Like, <laughs> no, you need to express your lovingness, Neil. That's a beautiful aspect. It was a bit pretty toxic though. It was like, <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. Mm, kind oh, of baby, fun. I love you so much. Just shut up and choke me. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Make that into a skit. So, this week. Uh, so get the funny. wig out and recreate it for us. Go on. Any any like uh, ethnic 
relationship stories are so fucked up compared to the white relationship. Mate, they like, are. They I follow are. this page on Instagram. Check it out. It's called Sydney Girls and it's got girls with a Z. <laughs> And it's all, I think, I don't know who actually runs. I think it's a, a few, I'm assuming, girls from Western Sydney. that I think they're Lebanese. I'm just assuming they're, I think they're like Middle East. They're definitely ethnic. And they've got really funny memes. And, like, they're always talking shit about, like, Arab and Wog guys who are just, like, all these, like, real masculine macho guys. But then, like, deep down, super sensitive. Little bubbers. Like, classic, yeah. classic ethnic man because they're mummy's boys yeah and um my god they did one story that was like tell us your toxic relationship stories i was in shock the stuff it was like i was eight months pregnant and then he had gotten another girl pregnant the entire time and then gas it was just he left me after the baby was one month and then was cheating on me with three other it was just like i was in shock i was just how's any of this even possible yeah i it's funny how Actually it's made so me feel different. Better about myself. Yeah, that's happened <laughs> like, to me when I bad. started working in. I work in Bankstown, and most of the girls I work with are like Arabic and um, Lebanese um, and Muslim. And oh my god, the stories they tell me. She would come in, one of my mates, and like roll her eyes and be like, "Oh, he's so annoying." And I'd be like, "What happened?" She'll be like, "Oh, he got mad at me, so he smashed my windscreen in." And I'd be like, "Holy fucking, that's abuse!" Like, "Oh my god, yeah. well, who do I, who should I call? <laughs> Pack no. your shit, come to me." And she'll be like, "Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's normal." Yeah, you know, it's it's sad in a way. Crazy, uh, but uh, don't date ethnic guys. Yeah, I'll say that as an ethnic guy. No, I'm one of the. She's good, like, it's I'm fine. I'm one of the good ones, my baby. I'm not like the other windscreen. ones. I'll take you to the lookout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. But then the thing is they've got usually brothers and cousins that the way they deal with it is like they'll tell their brother or cousin or they yeah. bash the guy. Literally. <laughs> everything's sorted. It's so funny. And then when I talk about it's like guys I'm with. dating or like my relationships, they'll be like, Eliza, why do you date these wimpy little crybabies? Enough. You need exactly. a man. Yeah, yeah. So if anything, because it goes but there, yeah, if we want to talk about women who like encourage toxic yeah. masculinity – yeah, There's, yeah. like I want him to be a man. He's got to be fucking buff yeah, and he's got to like exactly. And they'll be, I'll be like, like, I went on, on a date last sort of night stuff. and they'll be like, did you take your wallet? And I'll be like, yeah. And they're like, oh, did you pay? And I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> I paid for us both. Why not? And they're like, fuck, like the end of world. Do not pay for a date. Yeah. If he doesn't bring you gifts or this or this or that, or he doesn't pay for every single date, he's not your man. See, now that's a funny sketch. Yeah. That's do a it. funny sketch. So breaking a windscreen is normal, but like not paying 50 Literally. 50 is like, nah, yes. that's, a, that's, that's a red flag, baby. Ex- <laughs> oh. Please make that skit so I can send it to yeah, her. He's just passionate when he breaks my windscreen. <laughs> She's like, it's all right. What do you mean you want me to pay, you fucking dog? <laughs> yeah. Ah, man. We should get, we should, if, if anyone does have crazy, like, uh, ethnic stories like that doesn't have to be ethnic any sort of um more intense stories like that we'd love to hear them yeah send them send them so yeah send them through anyway uh that was a bit of a venti me venting a little bit on that podcast was this one really long it feels like we've been here for hours one hour one hour six our usual length wow yeah so hope you guys enjoyed that let us know in the comments what you think manipulation and controlling behavior is i just it's just like one of these things it's just so subjective i can't there's clearly a line for the majority of people who would all say that's manipulative that's controlling but then there's this gray area yeah where 
Honestly, some people see it as an expression of love, and some people see it as yeah controlling. And I, and I think we got to be a little bit forgiving if it lies in that gray area, yeah, whether we're the perpetrator or we're re- receiving that behavior. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling shitty and you're feeling like your self-esteem being lowered and you're feeling, you know, you're not enjoying your relationship, then end it. <laughs> well. You know, if it's been ongoing for years and, and someone is just like reducing no. you to nothing. Okay, yeah, then yeah. Then end it. Yeah. Or but work, don't, like, if work it's, on it, whatever. If it's just one thing, try and fix it. Oh, yeah. If, if, it's, if someone does something shitty, you don't be like, that's it. <laughs> it depends what that is. And You're like, yeah, out, so but. Um, try to be forgive, forgiving. Yeah. Usually people, again, don't change your entire. Uh, it, it's a tough one because you figure out someone did something or you find out they did something, it can change your perception of them. But if it's a one-off thing, if it's a one-off message yeah. or they were flirting with someone or even if it was a drunken instance of cheating, I'm not saying don't end a relationship. That's up to you. But But if it genuinely was a one-off mistake, don't change your narrative about that person necessarily, yeah, necessarily, it. because yeah. it, people can just make um, one-off. We, we are human and we make stupid mistakes and that doesn't necessarily mean that person didn't love you. Yeah. Now, if it's persistent and repetitive. It doesn't undo the last however many years or months you've been together. Yeah, and you can. people can come through that. And look, 50% of marriages have cheating anyway, so... I mean, again, not that I'm saying go and cheat or just forgive someone, but it's not necessarily an indication that the person doesn't uh, love you. And also if someone is making you feel bad or guilty by showing their emotion and not necessarily being controlled, they can be, Mm. but not necessarily being, most likely in their mind, they don't think they're being controlling and they think they're showing their love and how much you're appreciated. But... And on the same token, if someone is saying, hey, what you're doing is controlling and manipulative, they're not lying either. Yeah. They're feeling like they don't have a choice and they're feeling like they're being made to be the bad person. And sometimes it's okay to be the bad person. If you feel like you are a bit of a bad person for breaking up with someone, well, I mean, if you've got yeah. to do what you've got to do sometimes to feel exactly. happy. Exactly. That's it. I think for me it's always if, if, I, if someone does something – even if it's not shitty and I've lost respect for them and I know it's that respect's not coming back, that's it for me. That's my, like, thing. As soon as I don't respect someone, I'm not going to be in a relationship with them. So some things I might look past, other things I'll be like, well, you did that and I have zero respect for you, so sorry, bye. But don't you think then you're doing the thing I was saying where they could have genuinely – I don't know what these things are that they've done. but well, no one's ever done anything. No one's ever cheated on me or done something so stupid that I'm like – that's it. Every single breakup I've ever happened has been like a three to six month process of, hey, I'm having these feelings. Mm, Let's try yeah, work right. through it. If not, we should probably separate. But yeah, there's been certain situations where I've lost respect for someone over time and then been like, mate. That's different. If it's over time, yeah. it's like an inst- a couple yeah. of things. Yeah. But yeah. But I'm, people have no go zones. Like yeah, I know if I, know. I was I'm cheated on, anything. nah, see ya. But. No, I know. yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to tell anyone they're bad people for breaking up with things. I just think be wary of changing the entire narrative or the way you see yeah. an entire person based on a mistake they made. That's exactly. all. Exactly. Um, yeah. Even though that mistake is going to make up who they are, mm. but it doesn't make up all of who they are. Yeah. That's the difference, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Embrace your humanity. Embrace the emotions, guys. 
Final words. To an extent. Embrace your humanity. Yeah, I don't know. This was a, <laughs> I hope you like this one. I was probably quite emotional in it. No, you're good. You're uh, good. <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Uh, like I said, weekly show in Sydney. Gold Coast show, March 20th. It might, by the time this comes out, I might have done that show. Um, follow Eliza on Instagram. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, t- share it. Tell your friends to listen. Find Neil on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. (laughs) Uh, And we'll see you next time. Bye.